If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we are trying this again after some technical difficulties, right, Shira? The thing nobody sees. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's gonna fine. Be we're here. You're here. Yeah, we're all here, and we're excited. Uh, to be on another episode of the Black Mary and Death Free podcast. Um, Shire, how are you doing this weekend? How was your weekend uh, thus far since it's Sunday? Yeah, it is Sunday. And as I was saying, I was having, I'm having a difficult time even remembering what happened <laughs> yesterday. I know, I know, man. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's um, been a blur. But today is Easter. Yes. It has been a good day. Yes. We have a we had a new arrival in our yeah, family we did uh, so you want to talk Unk. about that yeah 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 my brother uh uh had a had a little one had a his first son so the murray name will live on and uh i'm excited about that you know and yeah i'm excited to be a to be a uncle for the sixth time be my sixth time so okay. but i'm excited shire how you feel about being an auntie shire, shire was born to be an auntie like yes she has huge auntie energy so shire, how you. do you feel about that i feel great but you know like we have a couple of babies like mm-hmm. in the family so i i am looking forward for them to get a little bit older yeah yeah and I want them to come over to our house. I'm ready to start babysitting. Right. That's what I'm ready for. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Uh, but aside from that, you know, it's been a great weekend. We get when we hit the gym together, Shire. You know, that was fun. A, a couple that builds wealth together also builds health together. Oh, my you know goodness. That rhymes, Marcus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah. But no, I had a great time uh, going to the gym, Shire. So how are you feeling the whole gym experience thus far? Well, I did have one relapse. 
But I'm back on the wagon. Yeah. I've been very faithful in going to the gym. You know, but like I said, like I'm really sore. And part of that is because I worked, I had a session with a personal trainer. Okay. And I'm really sore. But my thing is like, why do I have these days where I'm really sore and I'm not seeing the result? (laughs) I mean, at least not yet. Yeah, they're coming. It's like all this pain. They're coming, Shire. You know, I meant to mention this, and I, we might as well tell our listeners. So Shire was going to the gym with the personal trainer. You know, she had a little appointment. And so I'm like, okay, well, Shire, I'm not, you know, maybe I'll wake up early and hit the gym with you. Maybe I'll go. No, y'all don't want you to go with me. That's going to be embarrassing. I'm like, how comfortable are you and this trainer getting with these workouts? Like, Oh, no. How come I can't be there? Because that's awkward. <laughs> I just think it's awkward. Uh, I have a male trainer. Are you, I don't know I how mean, I feel about that. You probably don't care, but <laughs> I don't need you spying on me. I mean, you can come, but just. Yeah. I might have to peek through and see, make sure everything all good. Nah, anyway, I'm just playing. It's not that type of deal. Right. I, You know, I actually seen a horror story about a lady that did run off with her personal trainer. See. And it didn't end well. And that, that scared me. I don't play that. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> but, uh, no, we had a good weekend. Uh, now, Shire, let's go because two episodes ago we talked about, uh, you know, the Oscar slap incident. I mean, we know this is a, a finance podcast, but y'all want to hear a little bit of tea on the front end, right? I mean, come on. So <laughs> we went to actually see Chris Rock live in concert last week. So let's give a little brief synopsis of, of, of you know, that experience. What do you think about that? Um, I am talking very slow. No, I'm just playing. I, okay, the show was good. Yes. Like the jokes were there. The jokes were you there. will laugh. Like if you go, like if he's going to be in your city and you're thinking about going, like yeah. you're going to get a good show. Yeah. However, I think the elephant in the room was the slap. And like, part of me, I mean, look, when he came on stage, like we stood, we cl- like he we got were on pins and needles. Yes. Yes. But you know, he was definitely like welcomed like yes. when he came well out received. everyone was just happy to to see him because i don't feel that he got a chance to really debrief after yes. the incident like he was immediately on the road and he right. has been on the road right and for me because he didn't talk about it you know at first i was wondering like are you not talking about it because you're not okay and you're yes. not ready to talk about it but i guess allegedly you know he says that he, he, he wants, won't talk about it until he get paid. He won't talk about it until he get paid. I'm thinking, but I paid all these money, all this money for these tickets. <laughs> so what you mean you're not going right. to talk about it until you get paid? Yeah, yeah. I think for me, like, he had all the coronavirus material and, and That's kind of old, uh, though. Cancel culture material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the biggest thing in the news is, is you and the slap. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to talk about that? Like, everyone, all the other comedians are. So it just was kind of like a tell that he hasn't worked through it like how you said Shire. so now I'm listening to, to somebody who's trying to make me laugh but I feel like they're working on things you know what I mean and it's yeah. just like it was just a huge elephant in that room it was but, huge you know he's still Chris Rock he's still hilarious so yes. I think you would get your money's worth if you, if you if you pulled up so yes but don't feel bad if you wait until it's on Netflix yes because I think that he might do a Netflix special again yes I mean he kind of hinted towards that that. so hopefully that's what he does and my thing is like well maybe when he does the taping for Netflix then maybe he'll say something but if he were to say something now like there is a possibility that someone would be in there recording and it could leak yes so when it's you know such a uh 
you know, kind of a huge incident, you don't want it to be something that's elite. Like right. you want to stay in control of that. And right. I think he is trying to kind of control yeah. The, yeah. Narrative the narrative or the lack thereof. Yeah. 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 I mean, I saw a meme. It's like Chris Rock's face. And it's like, if hanging, if letting a person hang themselves was a person, right? <laughs> Cause he's letting will just kind of flutter. And, and, you know, if mm-hmm. he were to come out and just be like, I'm, you know, Hey man, it's all good and da da da. Maybe we wouldn't be so hard on Will, you know. Yeah. So I think he's just letting it ride. He's like, I, I think ain't saying he's letting nothing. it ride, and I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I feel that sometimes we talk too much. <laughs> you know, like we tell everybody everything. We say what we're thinking. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, we we talk a lot, and so yeah. for for him to to be silent yes. is is keeping us all intrigued yeah. and. Yeah. And I don't know what the silence is. He did say that he's okay. He did say that. He did say that. He said, I'm okay. I'm okay. He's like, I'm okay. And so that's kind of what I needed to hear to be able to laugh and enjoy any jokes. Because it's like, I know you're a comedian, but I mean, you're a person. You're still human. You're still human. Yeah. You know, but I I do, I do respect his silence, even though I want him to talk. But that, I want him to talk for me. Not, not that it's the best for him. Right. It's just what I want. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I mean, speaking of talking, Shy, we're we, we, we going to do a little bit of talking today. And, and, you know, hey, you get on these podcast platforms and you're listening to your favorite uh, financial person and they're telling you all the stuff that's just going right. All the stuff that they're hitting out the park and all their wins and all this and that. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you hear the day to day or very rarely do you hear some of the L's, you know, or however you want to, you know, describe it. Well, that's what you got us for, because we're going to tell you what has been going on with us in regards to real estate investing because we're we're back on the market we back we, yeah we back on the move we back on the hunt so we're gonna break this down for you guys uh uh so shy let's talk about how this started right first of all we, we're really where are where were we three weeks ago when it came to real estate investing in regards to our our portfolio and our strategy where, where were we i think we were we're not doing this again for another year we Maybe weren't gonna towards the end of the year we, were we weren't to get another one. yeah we weren't going to try to purchase anything for you know yeah. another year or towards the end of the year just yeah. just kind of trying to stack enjoy ourselves we're going to be uh you know we're going to be getting our little getting a little little vacation little vacation in, in and you know what i'm saying saving for this vacation for, for our vacation. anniversary next month yeah so we could try to get a little splurge there and then uh, taxes just hit us over, hit upside, hit us upside the head. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So you know, <laughs> we said, okay, it's already April. Yeah, it's already April. Let's 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 recover and maybe towards the end of the year we, we go get us another investment property. But uh, you know, but we still look though, Shia. That's mm-hmm. our problem. We still look from time to time. So I was doing it's my, like window shopping. Window shopping. So I'm looking and uh, I'm looking uh, in uh, the market where we we invest in. Saw something ooh, look real nice, y'all. I saw something look real nice. Four bedroom, two bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was going for sixty five thousand, and that mm-hmm. was ooh, that was that was a steal. And so I sent it over to Shira, and like we do often, that's, we we communicate, and it's weird how we communicate, Shy. It's either text message, but when it comes to us sending links to each other, we use Facebook Messenger, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of weird. But so I sent Shira the link and. I'm just thinking Shire's not, you know, she's just going to say, oh, that's nice. Because I do this often, right, Shire? Don't I send you links quite often? A lot. 
So I'm thinking Shire's gonna be like, oh, that's nice. Shire's like, oh man, do we got enough to get this right now? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can make it enough. Uh, what you have in mind? She's like, well, see what we see what we can qualify for now. You know, on a, using a conventional loan, how yeah. much will we qualify for? And if we qualify for enough and we get pre-approved, yo, let's let's go on and put an offer on this. Let's I'm just like, try. You sure? She's like, yeah. So I went through the process. I took the next hour or so. Uh, applied online for a loan. You know, uh, so if the home we knew we wanted to offer full price and. Uh, so twenty percent of sixty five thousand, I think it was thirteen six. So thirteen thousand six hundred would be the twenty percent down for that. So boom, fill out all the information and prequal. Well, uh, first of all, before we go to being prequalified, I was having some issues with the website, so I had to wait the next day to speak to someone because my goal was to get prequalified online and immediately text our agent which we'll get into a little bit later uh, how much uh, how dope our agent is and then I thought man we're gonna put this offer in tonight you know but I did so fast forward to the next morning I actually spoke to an associate they got me a pre-qualification letter and we were on the hunt well we had identified a house we had identified a house yeah so we were on yeah so we were done hunting I guess and we put an offer in uh this is why you need a dope agent, y'all. Let me tell you why. And, and and you'll build a relationship as you go and as you scale and buy more. I text my agent. I said, hey, is, do you think this house is still available? Uh, me and Shire, we're working on a pre-qualification letter. Um, we should be qualified here soon, and we want to put an offer. She hit me back. Yeah, it looks like it's still available. This, this, this one's going to be gone quick. So, boom, when we were pre-qualified... I say, okay, we want to put an official offer, Shire. What was our offer? I don't remember. <laughs> Shire is so in the dark on this stuff. I'm not in the dark. <laughs> I just don't remember. So we put in a full-priced offer, and we said we'll pay closing costs. Uh-huh. Because uh, she told us, Tisha Perry, our real estate agent, says that the market has changed since last year, right? So yeah. we have a lot of investors, partly probably our fault. <laughs> in the area and a lot of just people buying their first homes and you know plus this is the spring and historically the spring is very busy so she was like people putting in cash offers you know and, and full price and stuff like that so we put in a full price and what happened Shire did we get the house no <laughs> Well, yeah. you want me to just you want me to say more? Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't get it. We um, didn't. Yeah, so it, they accepted a cash offer. Yeah, they accepted the cash offer. And this didn't happen one time. No, of course not. Shire. How many times did this happen? I think it was three. Yes, the third one, Shire. Let, let me tell you this: the third one, I kind of sent you while we were waiting to hear back on the second offer. So the sec, let's go. Let's walk them through the second offer. Okay. That, that one was a three bed, two bath, and it was going for I think the asking price was fifty seven. Mm-hmm. Asking fifty seven. Then a few hours later, because I saw it when it just popped up on the market. A few hours later, it was going for fifty seven nine. I was just like, okay. Mm. So long story short, I text my agent. I said, hey, we want to offer sixty on this one. Yeah. 
Let's give them 60 since they, you know, it's very uh, competitive. 60 and we play closing. And so she's like, okay. She called me back the next morning and said they are looking for cash offers. Cash only. Cash only. And so she said, well, if it's conventional, you're still going to get your check at the end of it. The only difference is you may wait you know, an, an additional 10 to 15 days because, you know, cash, cash moves quickly. But when it's all said and done, the end buyer is getting cash regardless. Right? Yes, but I feel like it's not that simple. OK, break me down. Shall I break me down? I've, I'm saying that it's not that simple because, you know, if there are little issues with the house. Mm. If you're getting, you know, a conventional loan, the yes. bank might say, OK, you need to fix A, B, C and yes. D. Whereas cash is just kind of like, I got money. Yeah, you're you know, the you're, you're the one that decides the the terms. Yes, where the bank can dictate to you if you're borrowing money from them that certain things need to be taken care of. That's a great point. That's a great point. So as a seller, you know, naturally you're gonna like cash is less hassle. Pretty much yes. how Shire broke that down. So she was like, but put your the ladies the the selling listing agent says go ahead put your offer in and we're gonna we're gonna check it out. Do you not know they're 12? They got 12 offers. 12? I didn't know it was 12. 12 offers, Shire. Oh, my goodness. And she said, your offer was good, but we went going with the cash cash buyers. I was like, man. For the second time. For the second time. I was like, man. Now, what happened with the third one? So, the third one was one I sent you, like, hey, Shire, what do you think about this? Uh, while we were waiting to hear back for our second offer, it was a home going for 69 going for 69.9 and it was a three bedroom two bath now this one was a corner lot shy so it had a lot of acreage it had almost like 0.32 acres so it was bigger lot but it was fenced in backyard you know it checked all of our boxes that we look for so i sent that one in not even knowing you know i was like well what about this one and i saw it when it first came on the market so i'm like let's jump in early so i said let's offer 70 so Shire, I went back. I didn't even tell you this. So you know, you're getting this new, and the <laughs> the listener. What happened? Look at me. I went to the uh, to our lender and said, "Hey, can you can you increase it to can you increase us to seventy? Increase, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, can you increase us to seventy and get us a new letter? Because when you make an offer, you have to have a pre qualification letter for them to take you serious, and it has to be for the amount. The amount, you know. Yeah. So he said, sure. Sent it to me the next morning. It was there in my email. Boom. Sent it to my agent. She put the offer in and we waited. He it didn't take him much. He didn't take him that long. He got back to us. Sorry. We accepted the cash offer. So three, <laughs> so three cash swings offers. and misses. Yeah. Three cash offers. Yeah. And it's the first time that this has happened to us because I think with the other houses, we it got was them just, all, Shire. They were just accepted. Yeah, we got them all. In in one of these houses, maybe maybe it was the first one. They didn't want to give us a reply. They wanted to wait until over they, the weekend yeah. to collect offers. Man. And then um and then, you know, accept the one that, that they wanted. Yeah. And so like it's changing. It's like, changing. The market is changing. The market is changing the way Maybe. that investors are investing I guess is changing and yeah. so for us it's just like okay we're we need to exercise patience patience 
Um, but it's either going to, I think it's going to be patience, but then at a certain point, the patience will turn into a pivot <laughs> where we're going to have to reassess right. what we need to do what to be do. more competitive. Yes. If that means pivoting to another area, which I don't really am not a fan of, uh, or, you know, whatever that looks like, because you have to be flexible, you know, to be successful. Because you, you can't just be like, well, we're, we're, we're done. That's the end of it. You know, no, you have to figure out what you have to do. And Shire, I think you're you're kind of hinting towards some of that. But let's talk about this. Let me ask you this, Shire. What, do, what are some reasons why we think? We know it's springtime. We know that people like to buy in the spring and summer months. We also know that, hey, the Fed just, just rose, raised the interest rate. So... Mm-hmm. You know, buying should kind of—they're trying to quell that momentum of just this being a, such a seller's market and people buying up everything. But maybe that hasn't taken effect yet. Like, what do you think? Like, why are these houses being gobbled up? Especially like, because what's unique about it is that was an area where a lot of people didn't go. You know, that price point is like right above a flip to me. Mm-hmm. This is like as high as you can go without having to do. A lot of work which was kind of like a nice groove but now it's like people didn't caught on you know yeah, what I mean? people have definitely <laughs> caught on just like you caught on yeah from hearing someone yeah. else's story um and Sex. there's there's still money to be made yeah. even with a higher interest rate it's still profitable mm-hmm. in certain areas yeah. to to uh get rental properties like it's right. still you know so um now, do you think any of this is, uh, like we shared on a few podcasts ago, do you think any of this is the big corporate buy, uh, um, buying of single family homes? Do you think any of this is that? Or do you, would you think these are more mom and pop investors that are gobbling these up? Or do you think these are homeowners that just want to, I'm just, I want a house. What do you no, think? Uh, no, I, I don't think that these are first time home buyers. Mm. They're investors. Okay. We have evidence of that. And are they mom and pop or are they corporations? I, I don't know. Yeah. So I think that could be something that we check in with our um, real estate agent about. Yeah. But I, but I do think it probably is mom and pop because you know, some of the houses are older. Right. And I think with older houses, they may require more upkeep and, I think if it's a big corporation, they might be willing to make that investment in the front end and getting something that is newer. Yeah. Um, and like we talked about on one podcast, that some of these larger corporations are like building entire housing divisions yeah. from scratch yeah. and turning them into, you know, rent rental communities. Right. So, so I don't, I can't say for certain that it is corporations, but a lot of people have newfound equity in their mm-hmm. homes, mm-hmm. remember? And yes. they could be tapping into that equity to buy a house cash. Mm-hmm. Like we did on our first Like we first did on our rounds. first one. They might be taking out home equity lines yeah. of credit. They could be taking out a home equity loan. Um, they could be pulling from other savings or retirement accounts. Right. They could have their own personal savings. Yeah. And they're using that to buy a house cash. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, th- this is great, great conversation, and I'm glad we're having this live because I just love, I love the conversations me and you have, and it, 
you know, the more we do the podcasting, it doesn't feel like we're really, I mean, yeah, we're holding microphones, but it kind of doesn't feel like that. So let me ask you this. You mentioned pivots and stuff like that. What are some things like, let's say if the market stays like this, what are some things we can do or someone in a similar situation can do to like be more competitive? Is it saving up to buy homes cash or is it maybe getting a a home equity line on you know one of your properties that you that has high equity and then going cash buying like what do you think uh, or do you just or is it just patience is it just my time's gonna come i ain't you know i missed those three cool i'm gonna just keep keep checking yeah i i think that's a great question i think right now i'm definitely riding that patience wave and i feel like okay there's a house for us and we're just gonna we're gonna hold out a little bit longer yeah um I don't know. I mean, worst case, we could dip into equity on our first window property, which is completely paid off. Yeah. But the thing about that is that if you, you know, if we were to mortgage that home Mm -hmm. or take out a line of credit so that we could purchase a house cash. um, Now you got to pay that back. Yeah. Now you're paying back, you know, so I, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I lean towards like I'm a security seeker. Very much so. And that comes out in real estate. Yeah. And and the way that we approach real estate to where I don't want to be over leveraged. Right. I felt that having at least that one house paid off helped us so much during yeah. the pandemic. Like we weren't really stressing if no. someone didn't pay their rent because we had a fully paid off rental that could cover it could cover all of the mortgages. It could cover literally all the mortgages. If if we needed it to, yeah. you know, and it's a nice house, like a really nice house. And so so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the pivot would look like. I don't know if it would look like taking equity from another home. Right. I you know, I mean, for me a paid off house just has all this money sitting in it <laughs> and it's not moving. And yeah. so I would consider it, but it's definitely not um, on the top of my list. Yes, yes. I feel like for your taste, that's that's a very aggressive play. Now, there's probably some investors in there listening to us like, man, what y'all talking about? I would have been did that. I would have did that. And I would have bought, you know, you know, there's people who are, who see the, see our portfolio and was like, man, you could do this, 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 and this. But like you said, for us, man, there's a level of peace that we have the way things are now. <laughs> And it's like, even though we're looking for a house, we weren't even supposed to technically be looking. No, I have a spreadsheet. Look at me. I have a spreadsheet and I have a timeline. <laughs> yeah, that we're very comfortable with, that, we, that we've that we agreed on. And Well, I'm comfortable with it. I don't think you are. Oh, man, I've I learned. I think you're I've the risk taker. To, yeah. I mean, you, you put everything on black if you could. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've learned to, you know, to get with it. And I, I'm, now I'm at peace with it. And I like the, I like our, I like our strategy, our plan too. Uh, but yeah, you know, you're right. Being patient is a good move right for now. I, I, I honestly think that. And I think something will happen. I like to look at it as like if you didn't get that house, man, for all you know, it could have been some big problem down the road that you the God just just blessed you to not have to deal with. You know what I mean? Or there's something better. There's something better. Better return. I mean, I don't have, who knows? I don't want the house to be bad for the person who did yeah. buy it. That's just <laughs> That's church speak right there, right? <laughs> 
Uh, but you know what I mean. It's just like, well, maybe there's another blessing, you know, an additional blessing. Yes, down the road, I, so. I like that perspective. Yeah. You know, there's something for you. Yes. And it's it's for you. Yep. It's for no one else. Yep. So even if you have to be disappointed a few times, like, it's okay. Yeah. You're going to get there. Yep, you're going to get there. You have to just... And to me, it reminds me to just be just be patient. Just be patient. Man, I listen to Grant Cardone and some of these other gurus. I don't. And, well, you hear their stuff, you know, and you're just like, dang, he got a, a 365 doors. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how so-and-so got uh, 1,100 doors in two years. Like, what? I no. can't even make that. Like, the math don't math on how somebody did it. No, no. <laughs> I, I'll tell you my philosophy, not on Grant Cardone, but on some of these people, I feel like they'd be counting all the doors in the house. They'd be counting bedroom doors, closet, closet doors, doors, pantry doors, refrigerator doors, refrigerator doors and then, then they, you know, then they come up with all these doors. Yeah, because like how... Double doors, right. French doors, the screen door. Cause how did they come up with the term doors? Like, I got all these doors. It's like a, it's like mm. selling somebody something and having your finger, you know, crossed behind your back. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's kind of doors. Like who came up with that? That's kind of yeah. They might be counting every door, right? But um, I think that's what some people are doing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you it have just, to run your own race. You got to run your own race. You got to run your own race. You got to be coming. And I'm gonna tell you this, Shire. I think that's why it's beautiful to do it with someone Mm -hmm. because in your moments of anxiety and uh you know you 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 feel unfulfilled or you like man i'm not doing what someone you always got that other person say yo 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 chill chill look 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 at where we are look at what we have done look at what the remember what the plan was that we set for Mm -hmm. you know and it kind of just like all right cool you know i i needed that i needed that you know you know we talk each other off cliffs all the time i mean you talk me off more cliffs of course but we always agree man we need to be doing this man I, calm down it's all like good everything's fine everything's cool let's just you know, you know. <laughs> and so uh yeah man so I'm, I'm cool i'm at peace with it we're gonna keep looking but we wanted to share that with y'all because you know we sure we shared y'all a lot of wins right this podcast. but you know hey there's ups and downs but uh as long as you get to your destination hey no matter how you get there so, any any other thoughts on the child? Any? No, I think that's the story. Yeah, that's the story, that's the story. and hopefully we'll have an update. Yeah, soon or it, or it could be later. Right? You no, know, we just don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We're gonna keep y'all posted, though. You know that. So, we appreciate you being on with us. If if you've listened to the podcast up to this point, congratulations. I mean, now reward yourself by giving us a five star review and. Uh, letting us know how much you enjoyed the podcast man because it's just gonna gonna, it's gonna help you more than it will us but uh we really appreciate it man we we thank you guys for checking us out and so that's all we got for this episode marcus what happens if they give us a five-star review oh i'm so glad you said that thank you if you do give us a five-star review you will win a free uh link that has our Masterclass, which is outlining how we got ourselves out of over six figures of debt and are now building wealth. This masterclass is called Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth. You will get the link. Absolutely no charge. All you have to do is leave us a five-star review and then come on over to our email, 
blackmarydebtfree at gmail.com and remind us that, hey, it was me. I was one of the ones that left a review and we'll respond with the link. So thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Black Mary and Deffy podcast. This is Marcus and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Bye.